doing business in another country. While the United States has the world's largest economy and its business practices are for the most part respected, the way business is done in the rest of the world remains strictly local. Take this statement very seriously. Unless you accept the validity of other cultures' ways of conducting business and try to abide by them, your dealings will be less effective than they could be. Or worse, you'll fail completely. The major differences you encounter will often have less to do with negotiating tactics and decision-making than with how effectively you are able to communicate with your foreign counterparts and how well you understand the social aspects of doing business with them. Social aspect? Yes, in the United States, efficiency comes first and foremost when doing business. But the American production line mentally doesn't always carry over in other countries. Though, your training and inclination may tell you to get right down to brass trucks on other continents, such haste may be considered inappropriate. In the Middle East, for example, your host may serve rounds and rounds of tea before touching on business matters. How the finer points of negotiating and decision-making are handled will depend on the specific organization with which you are dealing and the country and field with which you're involved. For these particulars, an excellent teacher can be a fellow American who has had experience doing business at the same company in the same setting and can tell you what to expect. Before you go. The slogan, Be Prepared, takes on new meaning whenever you travel to another country with the aim of doing business. As a Filipino, when you land on foreign soil, pass through customs, and step out into an unfamiliar world, always remember this. You are representing your country as much as your company. How you behave will either reinforce or counteract your host conception of Filipinos. And this, in turn, will affect the outcome of your business negotiations. Two recent developments in particular have changed both how Americans view the rest of the world and how the rest of the world views Americans. The rise of the global economy and the events of September 11, 2001. Business is now routinely conducted on a global basis. Therefore, American business people have to be more prepared than ever to interact with people from different cultures. At the same time, because of September 11, the business traveler must be more aware of the security concerns that affect not only her travels but the travels of anyone working for her. The result of these changes is an ever-wider array of customs and courtesies to be mastered. Embarking on this respectful undertaking shows your cultural sensitivity and your willingness to learn and adopt. Travel Warnings Naturally, one of the first steps you or your company should take before venturing abroad is to find out whether there are any U.S. State Department warnings you should know about before traveling to your destination. 
the State Department's website at http travelstategovernor slash travel underscore warnings dot html gives you not only warnings of political unrest but also updates on currency entry regulations driving conditions and more that done you should prepare an itinerary for your host your office and your family customs and culture at minimum you should know the basic facts about the country you're visiting but when you exhibit more than a nodding acquaintance, you impress your hosts and all others you meet with your appreciation of the nation, the culture, and the individuals themselves. Begin with mini-course on a country by skimming the surface and then digging deeper. Start your search on the internet, which offers a wide array of sites where you can find key facts and explore specific areas of a country's culture. While the internet is great for basic facts and information, travel guidebooks can provide an in-depth background on the history and culture of the country you are visiting. Once you arrive at your destination, keep abreast of local events by reading regional English-language newspapers. Be warned, however, that culture is not determined solely by national boundaries. For example, the Basque Country and Andalusia regions of Spain have distinctly different cultures, as do Sicily and Tuscany in Italy. Nor does language determine culture. Witness the Americans and the British. Sex, Politics, and Religion The old saying that you should never discuss sex, politics, or religion in polite company applies twice over in foreign countries. Sex as a topic, in the sense of gender as well as in the sense of sexuality, is definitely off-limits. A hot topic. Politics is a hot topic in much of the world, usually too hot to touch. Never criticize the leaders of or government of your host country, and never criticize your own. If, as is likely, you are quizzed about American politics or policy, either national or international, graciously admit that you're no expert in such matters. Remember, too, that a business person is more of an ambassador for his or her country than is a garden variety tourist. Concerning religion, wherever you're headed, make yourself aware of the country's dominant religions. Also, take note of its religious and secular holidays. You don't want to ask for a business appointment on July 14 in France. That's Bastille Day. And neither do you want to attempt to conduct business in Jerusalem on a Friday afternoon when everything is closed in preparation for the Jewish Sabbath. Religious customs are a still more important concern. If traveling to Thailand, have you learned that it's sacrilegious to photograph any statue or other image of Buddha? Or that if you're accompanying your Muslim host in Saudi Arabia, he must stop to pray several times during the day? Such are the vagaries of religions of which you may know little, 
but whose orthodoxies and conventions you must nonetheless respect. These, in turn, shows respect for your host and translates into more successful business dealings.